Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pastera. So today I'm going to go into the Wayback Machine. Um, I uh, don't really have a specific topic um, currently on hand, and, uh, and there's no point in you know rehashing my sort of crappy running. Actually, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you know, I'm getting there. I'm trying to. Uh, you know, use some semblance of a training plan for a hundred miler um, that I found. The hard part right now is that it's just so insanely hot. And I know, wah, 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 I know, and it's February and it's, you know, 16 degrees. I'll complain about that. Um, but yeah, it's just like, if I do not get myself out the door, you know, before 9am, I'm in trouble, you know, and yesterday was no exception. I, went out and I had the plan to do a, a six miler. Um, and I started off from the, uh, the ruins, uh, which is this place on the river walk that, um, is, a. I guess there it used to be a, um, bathhouse, a sauna, you know, a spa, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a mineral, um, wells, uh, kind of, uh, place. And a lot of, um, 1920s sort of, you know, actors and, you know, whatnot, you know, uh, Charlie Chaplin and, um, who was it? I think, I don't know. Anyway, some presidents and other people, it's just, it's just a really interesting place. And they re renovated this and kind of restored it uh, a couple of years ago. And, uh, it's just off of, um, Pressa and, um, I forget the other road, but anyway, it's um, in San Antonio. Anyway, but there's, you know, it's off, it's part of the river walk, but it's kind of like this unknown part of the river walk for, you know, unless you already know about it. And so, but I like running on that section because it's um, very shaded. And, um, you know, and again, because I start so darn late, uh, it felt pretty good to, to, you know, get out there. And I've been trying to run that a little bit more and, uh, so anyway, I, you know, set out for a six miler yesterday and, oh, it just got really bad. Um, I was absolutely soaking wet when I got finished and pretty much walked the last three miles just because it was just insane. I would run walk, but mainly walk or, you know, walk fast. And, uh, and again, because I know that my, um, uh, you know, my hundred miler in December is going to consist of a fair amount of walking. And so I've got to just, you know, make sure I keep practicing that because it is a different set of muscles. And so that's important. Um, and I didn't quit. I didn't, you know, turn around at, you know, four miles or five miles or, you know, whatever. I just said, screw it. I'm just going to go out here and just try to do some mental training, which is what I did. And, um, Anyway, that being said, um, I got thinking back, uh, to a race that I did. My God, I think this was probably about eight years ago. Holy cow. How, how has time gone by? Um, but this was one I did. It was, uh, when I lived in the Valley and it was, uh, in 2014, July, 2014. And, um, it was one of the, uh, last, <laughs> um, night trail races at mission trails, which was my old haunt. And, um, again, mission trails is in mission, Texas. It's on the Texas, Mexico border, very flat. 
Um, but, you know, it's a mountain biking trail and it's, you know, it doesn't have any elevation to speak of. It's not that technical, but, you know, that was our playground. That's where we ran. And, and I, I honestly, I miss, I miss running on that trail, but, um, but there is this, this one time where I, I kind of had to push myself through, um, a race to finish it and kind of used a different strategy about it. Um, Anyway, I'm just going to read from my blog uh, memory, if you will, uh, about this thing. Um, so the race started like they sometimes do. I missed the sound of someone uh, yelling, go. And, um, you know, I'm starting, you know, fiddling around to start my watch. Um, and I've been waiting for the start for more than an hour. And when it finally came, it caught me off guard. It was dusk and about a hundred of us trotted down the asphalt paved trail and much to my disappointment and most everyone else, the race was confined to the asphalt. Um, <clears throat> it was billed as a night trail race, but because the giant thunderstorm had blown through that afternoon, um, the trails were flooded. And my friend Louisa, who was in my age group, uh, we started off more or less together and then she pulled ahead of me. and. She and I have this friendly rivalry about winning races. Uh, almost every time she takes first or second and I'm next. And when we ran a trail half marathon a couple of Octobers ago, we vowed to finish together, which we did. And I was almost ready to tell her that night, hey, it's yours, first place. But then something told me not to give up just yet. So about a mile or so in, she slowed at the water station. I was carrying my handheld, so I just kept going. And I didn't see her until after the three-mile turnaround. She was behind, but within reasonable striking distance. Um, I decided that I would grab first on my own. I passed David, one of my unofficial coaches, and I knew I couldn't slow down. I kept going, mile four. Where the hell is mile four? I kept wondering. And finally, I hit the mile four aid station and asked my friend and veteran Boston marathoner Enid to fill my bottle. And then once filled, I allowed myself the luxury of just walking a few steps just before getting back at it. And I could hear Roger and the gang at the mile one, mile five aid station. Go, 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 go. They all chanted as each runner came through. I passed through and felt emboldened by their motivation. And then I walked a little again. But I didn't want to get beaten, so I picked it up. And then a half mile from the finish, I saw Kefa, the Kenyan runner, coach masseuse waving a flashlight in the dark go you're almost there but i couldn't exactly walk in front of the guy who does my massage so i kept at it but i was flagging and then a weird thing happened i started thinking about my mom who died of breast cancer at age 63 in 1998 and i remembered how she would call me and leave a message on my answering machine hi honey it's just me I wanted to call and let you know that I'm thinking of you. You don't have to call me back, but just remember I love you. And this became my mantra for the rest of the race. I pretended that she would be there at the finish, even though I knew she wouldn't. I did. I really, in my mind, I kept thinking, okay, pretend Clara is standing at this finish line. And I ran like hell. I crossed the finish at 105. Not my best 10K, but not my worst. And in fact, these days I would take that. Um, and I ended up in first place, which was a huge thrill. Louisa took second and another lady took third. Not too bad. Not too bad. So, yeah, that that race, you know, sometimes you have to just, you know, and, and sometimes I do think about my parents when I'm, you know, doing races. Um, you know, when I did my first 50K, I remember 
my watch hitting 26.3 and I was in the middle of you know the woods uh, on this ranch and I just kind of let out this little woo, you know, and, and I started crying a little bit because I was thinking, you know, if my parents were alive at that time, they would probably, well, they would have definitely been proud of me. And uh, it was just sort of a, uh, I don't know, a, a cool feeling. And, you know, I, I most, rec- most recently when I was back home in Ohio uh, running a race in um, April, because I was back where I grew up, um, definitely was thinking about them then too. And, you know, even though I was walking a lot of that, um, you know, when my, I saw my sister and her family at the finish line, it made me feel like, okay, I've got to kick it in gear here, man, because I really need to get this happening. And, uh, and so I did. And, um, you know, I wasn't breaking any land speed records, but sometimes you just have to think about what motivates you or, Sometimes you have to, you know, what do they say, fake it till you make it. I mean, that's kind of how I was feeling some of these times. And I think there are times when I really get inside my head and I'm like, oh my God, you suck. You are horrible. You're slow, blah, blah. And, you know, those feelings or those, you know, emotions or whatever sort of take over and, and they kind of ruin your, you know, groove, if you will. And uh, I don't want that. You know, I don't. I mean, obviously I really don't want to do that. Sometimes I succumb to it though. I mean, really, I I can do that and I've done it before and I can't say I never will either again, but I, but I try to fight that. I try to fight those negative voices and, um, when I can, you know, when I'm feeling like it, um, you know, it's, it's just hard because it's like, sometimes you're just out there and you're just like, okay, I'm going to give myself permission to quit, you know? And, uh, and then it's just, well, and it's kind of like how it was on my birthday this year when I finished the first loop of the 50 K and I came in and I was like, all right, I ain't going to finish this thing. Screw it. You know? And I saw my friend Becky and I'm like, I'm going to drop. And she's like, why? And I'm like, my legs hurt. And she's like, that's not a good reason. And I'm like, you know what? You're right. There's no reason for me to quit. And so I just... And I know I tried to channel the runners that I've always admired watching them at these multi-loop races. They're like soldiers going in a battle or something, you know, they get in there, they sit down for a second, you know, clean themselves up. Maybe they need to change clothes, do whatever they need to do, but then they get themselves back out there. And that is what I'm, that is what I did on my birthday. I mean, it wasn't pretty. I you know, hiked the freaking second loop for the most part. And, uh, but it was okay. I mean, I finished. And so I think a lot of times we just have to, you know, tell ourselves that, you know, our brain is, is actually more of an enemy than the body. And, um, you know, you just need to say, okay. I mean, unless you've got like some, you know, horrendous injury, you know, physical injury, then, you know, of course you should stop. But, um, although I, you know, as I've recently interviewed some people and they, you know, will still keep going on, you know, broken ankle or, you know, twisted ankle or, you know, whatever it is, it's like, Oh my God, that's crazy. But, you know, I try, uh, I try to think about that too. And, uh, so anyway, that said this weekend, I'm headed out to Pedernales Falls or Pernales Falls, depending on whom you listen to. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I'm going to volunteer. Um, I'm not sure which day I'm going up. Uh, I'm well, definitely going to be up there Saturday. I, I told my friend PJ, who's the race director that I might go 
um, Friday if he needs me. So um, this kind of a tone for my <clears throat> um, non-appearance at a, the last couple of ones. And uh, so anyway, so who knows? Um, it's just going to be hot. It's just been, you know, in the hundreds for the last three weeks. It doesn't look like it's letting up anytime soon. Doesn't look like there's any rain. I mean, it's just, bleh, you know, it's just, it's ugly. But, but I'm going to volunteer and I'll be cheering you on either at the finish line or at an aid station or somewhere in between. Um, I am going to run the 10K and because um, that's about all I'm good for at that point. Um, but I'm really looking forward to getting back at it and, um, you know, just trying to slowly, you know, build up that confidence and the mileage and, um, you know, get myself closer to this you know, goal I've got at the end of the year. I mean, I know it's a ways off. We're six months away from this thing, but I just feel like I've got to make this into reality because if I don't, you know, it's going to be a, a problem. So, uh, and I will not DNF this time. I mean, <clears throat> again, unless there's like a bone sticking out or something like that, I do not plan to DNF. I don't care how bad I want to quit, you know, so I'm just going to have to work through some of the pain and, you know, strategy and, and just, you know, mental toughness and just keep at it. And I encourage all of you who are, you know, you know, living through this summer of 2022, which is incredibly hot for most of the country. And, uh, you know, just to pers I mean, please do not kill yourselves out there, but just also persevere and just know that you were tough and that you can do this. Um, I think that said, that's about all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.